HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Kane Vineyard and Winery, a Napa Valley winery committed to respecting the soil and dedicated to the creation of three Cabernet blends. For more information, visit Kane5.com. I'm Grace Bonney of After the Jump, and you're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food on Heritage Radio Network with me, your host, Erica Wides. And, um, you know, last week, if you were listening, of course you were listening, last week was the 100th episode birthday of Let's Get Real, mm-hmm, 100, and wow, did we have quite the celebration around here in the foodiness fallout shelter. It was sick. Now, if you'll remember, as a special birthday treat last week, I took little baby LGR, this show, who was my child, to the fancy food show at the Javits Center, this big trade show, so she could get her first big taste of foodiness. And we walked around the show, and our feet hurt. Well, my feet hurt. I was carrying her. And then we came back here, and we did our show. And we also had a big funfetti-filled cake fest down here in the fallout shelter, with little baby LGR's BFFs, Lexi and Hampton, the foodiness fallout shelter kids who like to visit, and the entire crew from the show, and the entire production team, and the publicists, and the legal team, and the social media interns, because you have to have them, and everybody else, including Jack, of course, the engineer, who got really kind of fucked up, and it's a little embarrassing. But the place was totally covered with funfetti sprinkles and cake crumbs and empty birthday-flavored vodka bottles, but we had a blast, and we did come back and clean up, so it was okay. And once we cleaned up and we all recovered from our sugar comas and our hangovers the next day, I climbed up the stairs up out of the fallout shelter back up to ground level to check the weather, because I do that every morning, and to check the mail. You know, the real mail. And in the real mail, I got a letter. A real mail. 
I mean, a real letter in the mail, which almost never happens, of course. Who gets letters? Unless, in my case, it's a letter from some food company's lawyer and it's certified, which is, you know, never good news for me. But this letter came from New Hampshire, from Camp Weemaway, up in New Hampshire. And it was not written by a so-called happy camper from Camp Weemaway. Oh, no, no. This letter was written by my older child, WWC. Now, do you remember WWC? WWC is LGR's older sibling. WWC are his initials. They stand for Why We Cook, which was my first show here on Heritage, which aired from 2009 to 2012 for approximately 100 episodes, give or take one or two. And WWW, no, only two WC, was my first baby, who at the age of 100, approximately, was sent away to boarding school after I birthed little baby LGR, and who now spends summers at Camp Wemoy in New Hampshire and winters at boarding school because there's only room for one kid in the foodiness fallout shelter. This is New York. Space is at a premium. So we had to make a choice. Now, WWC was pissed off at me. And since they're not allowed to use cell phones at camp, they don't have them, or email, there's no email up at their camp. It's very rural. And he couldn't figure out how to use the regular landline phone, even though we have a pay phone down here in the shelter because there's no cell service and that's how I make money to fund the show from the pay phone. So WWC wrote to me a letter, an actual letter on paper. He wrote an angry letter. Like your average teenager, which he is, he has a lot of angry issues with his parents and with the world. Now, WWC was mad at me because in the entire episode of the 100th birthday special which was all about little baby lgr his baby sister and our trip to the fancy food show and foodiness in general i never once mentioned him or acknowledged his existence which was a fact that was pointed out to me after the show by jack the engineer by the way who has known both kids since birth actually he's known them since their conception yeah he was it's not gross he wasn't there And that I made the entire show about his sister, not mentioning him, not that he'd want me to talk about him, of course, but it would be nice to be acknowledged once in a while. Oh, and by the way, he's out of power, protein bars, and sleep-enhancing water and energy gum. Can I send him another case? Wait, Wait a second. That's not right. Who snuck that line in the script today? Jack, was that your idea of a joke or something? Someone's getting fired this afternoon. I do not send my child at Camp Power Protein Bars and Sleep Enhancing Water and Energy Gum. Okay, just for the record, he gets almonds and chia seeds and the occasional jar of mustard because that's fun. Anyway, WWC was all pissed off at me, at mom, and I get it because he was the first born. He was the original fallout shelter baby. But he and I, we kind of ran out of stuff to talk about because he was a more traditional food show child and we covered almost everything there is to say about food and there were no timely issues begging to be investigated and covered no foodiness coverage as of yet I hadn't even thought of the term and frankly WWC could not have gotten me on Dr. Oz or a TED talk and so like most kids he really was kind of useless It was a perfect example, really, of why kids go on to have a second or third kid. Because the first one gets kind of old, literally and figuratively. I mean, once kids start having their own ideas and their own lives and it's not about you anymore, what's the point of parenthood? Am I right, people? 
So WWC fired off this angry letter to me, and he mentioned that he'd given me nearly 100 episodes of great material about food and cooking and culture and food history and anthropology. And just because his show wasn't all fun and foodiness and imitating Jon Stewart and pop culture references and snark didn't mean that he didn't have feelings and that I should value him and his contributions to the show and to Heritage Radio and that I should remember that without him, I'd still be teaching talentless, misguided 20-somethings how to make hollandaise and glazed carrots and wanting to jump out the window. He's right. But now I'm a big internet nonprofit radio star who sends her kids off to camp to get rid of them, even though they go to boarding school all year. And now he hates us all and wishes he was never born into this stupid family and that he's going to get a tattoo of a Nutrigrain cereal and milk bar across his forehead just to stick it to me so every time I look at him, I see it and I think of foodiness. So that's what the letter from WWC said that came to me in the mail after the 100th birthday show oh kids now he was pushing it a little bit in that teenagery prone to hyperbole way but i got it he's just like i was at that age all seething rage and fighting the machine which is funny because as a very young show he was all quiet and calm and academic and very NPR-like, really, which kind of makes sense because I used NPR's genetic material as his donor daddy. I mean, I had no one else to get the DNA from for him. NPR was really the only parental voice of reason I ever knew. So in late 2008, when I was attempting to conceive of a radio show, Instead of a tote bag or a CD or a coffee mug when I made my annual NPR contribution, I just clicked on DNA sample instead, and that's how WWC was conceived and born and turned into a radio show. What, you didn't know that was an option? I mean, how many NPR mugs and tote bags can you use, right? You didn't know that you could get DNA from NPR to have your own little babies? You didn't know that? Maybe the DNA donation option is only for New Yorkers. Who knows? Maybe at the NPR DNA donation bank, someone from Fox News snuck in and left a toenail clipping behind or something that morning. And that's why my child is now so angry at me. I don't know. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk some more about WWC. Hi, I'm Emily Peterson, host of Sharp and Hot. Do you love us? Do you really? Do you count on us for real food news and content? Well, we need your help. HeritageRadioNetwork.org is a not-for-profit organization, which means we depend on underwriting, grants, and the support of members like you to keep broadcasting. Help keep our voice alive. Visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org and click the Donate button today. We promise to never stop in our mission to create a world that's more sustainable, equitable, and delicious by expanding the way eaters think about food. Thanks for listening, and thanks for showing your support. This is Chris Howell from Cane Vineyard and Winery, calling in from Spring Mountain above the Napa Valley. Thank you for listening to this show. In our industrial world of highly processed food and wine, we support the values of Heritage Radio Network. All of us at Cane encourage you to seek out individuality and beauty in everything you eat and drink. To learn more about us, go to Cane5.com. Welcome back 
to Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food on Heritage Radio Network with me, Erica Wides, your host. So I got the letter from WWC, my older child, my first show, Why We Cook, who was here with us in the, well, we didn't have a fallout shelter then. He was just here with us. 2009 to 2012, I did my 100 episodes, give or take, and then we sent him away because, you know, we had another baby. We had little baby LGR. That's what happens in families. I'm the second born, so I don't understand the feeling, but I get it. I think I get it. Anyway, so I read his letter, his handwritten letter, and I gave it a good, long pondering and thought, and I really, I really planned out my response, a respectful and sensitive and careful response in the way of a good parent, you know, respecting his anger and his feelings, taking it all into consideration, really thinking about what I was going to say so as not to make him angrier, more resentful. And then I wrote him back on our pretty fallout shelter stationery, which we bought in bulk, very cheap, from the Nuclear Regulatory Agency when they were shutting down all of their fallout shelters at the end of the Cold War because Al War had... Al, Al, Al Gore had invented the internet, and so they didn't need stationery anymore because they had the internet now, and their fallout shelters, and they thought, oh, the Cold War's over. We don't need fallout shelters anymore because everything's fine, and we have no more enemies. So we bought up all their stationery. It's really nice. Anyway, I wrote back to my son, and I said, taking into consideration everything he had said in his angry, epithet-filled letter, and I said, my dearest firstborn, WWC, it was so nice to get your letter. Everybody in the fallout shelter is happy to hear from you and misses you, especially your Uncle Jack, who says, what up, bro, or something like that. I don't really know. How is camp? Are you having fun? What are your bunkmates like? Are you eating well? Have you taken a shower? Are you pooping okay? Things here are great. Little baby LGR and I went to the fancy food show, and then we had a party for her 100th anniversary. It was so much fun. Okay, gotta go. I have an Aqua Zumba class in 10 minutes, and Lil LGR has a play date with Lexi and Hampton at their private play club in Tribeca. Don't forget to wear sunblock and use insect repellent. Love, Mommy. Nice letter, right? Sensitive, respectful, all the things a mom should be. Oh, I know I ignored all his rage and all his indignant feelings and everything he mentioned in the show and, you know, about how angry he was. But that's okay. He'll be fine. He'll get over it. I did because that's how my parents raised me. They just ignored it all and me. And look how well adjusted I am. No latent anger or simmering rage or festering hostility. Nothing like that. I'm totally well adjusted now. And he will be too. Sorry, where was I? I feel like right now I should cue up Harry Chapin's Cats in the Cradle now, and we can all have a good cry listening to it, because yes, indeed, it turned out he'd grown up just like me. Yeah, the boy was just like me. I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's a place here in the fallout shelter for both kids. For both types of personalities. I'm saying this because in a rare glimmer of optimism, I actually think that the message about food and foodiness is starting to get through to the mainstream market. 
the top three fast food chains this week reported that their profits are way down, which makes me very happy. I can't help it. And the Crumbs Cupcake chain just announced that they're going out of business. Now, not that cupcakes technically are foodiness. They're just baked goods. And they don't, you know, they're not foodiness because they don't make any claims or promises like foodiness. It's just that Crumbs Cupcakes are really, truly disgusting and should not be allowed to exist. So I'm okay that they're going out of business. But public awareness does seem to be growing, finally, about the industrialization of our food. Although that giant whooshing sound you hear is the sound of all the major foodiness corporations rushing in to fill the awareness space with even more foodiness. But I think the times, they are finally, albeit maddeningly slow, a change in. Now, of course, this means that the book version of Let's Get Real, which is written and is sitting on the desks as we speak of several major publishers waiting to be decided on, decided on, but I haven't heard a peep in months, the book may become irrelevant before it's published. And then what am I supposed to do? I'm going to have to write another book? I don't know. Which is why I have decided that there's a place back here in the fallout shelter for WWC. He can come home this summer after camp, and we're going to send him to public school right here in Brooklyn. Now that nice upper middle class white people have pushed out literally everybody else from New York City, it's so safe and so clean and so nice and you can get a cleansing juice on every corner. So we're going to let him come home and go to school here this year on a probationary basis, of course. And it'll also save me a boatload of cash on tuition, of course, which is great because since I left teaching and a steady paycheck, well, you know the life of a consultant is always unpredictable. Now, please don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not saying that anything really has changed. There's still plenty of foodiness out there to fight, maybe probably more and more every day. What I'm trying to say is that I think real food is making a comeback, albeit slowly. I've used albeit several times in the show today. Slowly. But let's look at this, though. I mean, it. you know... It's our bipolar America, isn't it? When one in three Americans is now diabetic, one in three Americans diabetic, and 70% of people over the age of 75 are either diabetic or pre-diabetic, doesn't that mean it's time for a huge wake-up call, America? Do people really not get the connection between a diet of crappy industrial processed shit and foodiness, fabrication products, and disease? It seems so obvious to me, but... I guess it's not. I don't know. I mean, I went to the fancy food show, which is all about packaged and processed, but it was actually a fairly optimistic experience because there wasn't that much crap. It was all kind of, not all, mostly kind of good in a way. I wouldn't even say like healthy, but I mean, better, right? It all seems so obvious, but I don't know. When our first foods aren't even necessarily breast milk, but soy-based formulas made by Nestle. And then we graduate to processed sugar and processed grain baby cereals. And then we move on to so-called teething snacks, which are really just cookies. And then on to pouches of cooked, pureed, sweet, and squeezy fruit. And then blue-flavored so-called yogurt in a tube. And then white whole wheat bread and Lunchables. It's no wonder they changed the name of the disease from adult-onset diabetes to just type 2 diabetes. It's scary and crazy and 100% the fault and responsibility of the food industry and the government that props it up. 
Just saying. Let's take a short break so I can calm down a little bit. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Grace Bonney, host of After the Jump. This summer, Heritage Radio Network is turning five. Since our launch in 2009, we've continued to bring you food and culture content like nobody else. And we need your help. HeritageRadioNetwork.org is a passionate, grassroots, action-oriented, nonprofit organization. That means we depend on the support from listeners like you to keep us alive. If you love what you hear on Heritage Radio Network, visit our website and become a member today. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. Hi, I'm Reggie Watts, and you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Welcome back. Whoa, there I am. Welcome back to Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food here on Heritage Radio Network with me, Erica Weitz. So I took that letter from WWC, and I folded it up, and I put it in a very safe place. I put it in my memory book that I've kept for both kids, my scrapbook archive, you know, with little bits of their hair and WWC's little foreskin and, no, not really, and, you know, just mementos of their childhood wrappers from their first Lunchables and the empty pouch from their first squeezy fruit pouch, stuff like that. And I put the letter away and, you know, I'm going to make sure that I hold on to it because I think it represents an important point in our development as a radio creating and hosting family. And so, as I said in the previous segment, I've decided that, that WWC, he's welcome, you know, he's welcome back, old Why We Cook. He's welcome back here in the Fallout Shelter anytime he's going to join us. Occasionally, we're going to start bringing back some of his material, some of the stuff from his old shows, because it was really legit and valid. And I feel like maybe I've moved away from talking about food a little bit lately, kind of getting off course perhaps we're going to start bringing some of that back but we'll never forget the foodiness fight of course and really that's what it all comes down to here is fighting against foodiness fighting against big food fighting the good fight and raging against the machine which is really what i love to do the most so that's why i'll be here week after week with both kids hanging out now i've given them both titles they are now both consultants and producers. So they will feel really important. If you get called a producer, it makes you feel really important. So the three of us are going to keep bringing you all the news from the land of the foodiness world. But from down here in the Fallout Shelter, where it's safe, of course. And we'll be revisiting some of our old WWC shows because there was some really good stuff back there in those archives. And I want to share some of it with you again. And also, I'm running out of ideas. So I have to go back to some of the old stuff. But it's okay. So stay tuned and remember that if you don't want to eat shit, or you don't want to send your angry teenage son to camp with a box full of shit, or you don't want to feed shit to your little baby radio show, you need to keep on listening to Let's Get Real here on Heritage Radio Network. And don't forget that Heritage Radio Network is celebrating our fifth anniversary this summer. I have been here from the start, you know, second longest running host in history after Patrick. I've been here since the days where we were just in a tent, in a field, in an abandoned lot in Bushwick, we didn't even have any equipment. We just sat here and we yelled really loud, hoping somebody would hear us. And then somebody gave us mics. And it's all grown from there. But remember, we're five this summer and we are listener supported and we count on you. 
So please go to our website, click on that donate button. We'll send you a mug or something. No, a tote bag. You get a tote bag and join us. Become one of us. Help us help you by continuing to provide you with all this excellent programming. People like me and Emily Peterson and Dave Arnold and all the other nut jobs who make up the whole team here at Heritage Radio Network. So my throat's getting a little scratchy. We're cutting it a little bit short today, but that's it. We will see you next week for episodes 102 and on into the future. And we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us for 100 episodes on to better things. See you soon. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.